0: One Shot Questers is a Dungeons and Dragons-themed podcast for mature audiences. Content warnings can be found in the episode's description.
1: Oh my gosh! Hi! How are you? Oh, no I haven't seen you in so long! Oh my gosh, you will not believe what has happened to me recently. Yeah, it's been crazy. I was at this diner with these... Three other guys um, that I just met Liam, Evan, and Trevor. Super crazy. We all have powers now. I know. Weird. We've all got these like weird, like shadow things that I guess is like technically where the powers are coming from or something. Anyway, we we're all like sitting at this diner, and then all of these ambulances started pulling up into the hospital with these poor kids that were like half turned to stone and like no idea how that's happened but obviously we need to do something about it we all jumped in a car we went to this foster home and like hang out with these cool foster kids they really love me they think i'm the coolest and then we went to this really creepy wax museum like think like home of the Bell Dam or something I don't know it was really creepy that was like this weird malnourished guy there and uh kind of just having a little bit of a look around we were told by the kids that you know this is challenge where they need to go into like a back room and touch this apple made from like an, an apple a doll or something made from like an apple core and well uh one of the guys uh came face to face with a fake wax dragon except I don't know maybe it wasn't fake
0: Hello, questers, and welcome to Monsters in the Mist, a Dungeons & Dragons themed adventure that takes place in the world of City of Mist. My name is Duke Davis, and I am playing Trevor Anderson, an inspiring content creator who has been chosen to harness the powers of the Dungeons & Dragons Player's Handbook. And fun fact about Trevor, he doesn't know the difference between a wax statue and a real statue. Well, no, that didn't make any sense. He doesn't know.
2: (laughs) Well, he clearly doesn't know that.
0: (laughs) He doesn't know uh, the difference between a wax dragon and a real dragon. Tre- Fun
1: fact, Trevor
3: has the big dumb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Trevor. It's a duke who has it. Anyway.
1: <laughs> Hello, I'm Tori. I am an Aussie podcaster and actor, and I am playing Alice Carroll, an up-and-coming dancer who has been chosen to harness the powers of Peter Pan. And apparently kids think she's a dick. But the best kind... No, I don't think so. The
0: the, the best kind of dick? Is that what you were going to say, Duke? <laughs> my lawyer has told me not to say anything.
4: <laughs>
3: dick. Dun, dun, I... dun, dun. <laughs> that was last week's joke. Right, right, right. I'm Reed, dabbler of all things nerdy. Think of an off-brand MatPat. hat. You can find my YouTube channel at Reed's Sidequests. My character is Liam Beck, who is either downstairs or across the hall from Trevor as he's being used as teeth floss for a dragon.
4: My name is Matthew Gonzalez. I am a performer and lover of laughter, and I am playing the one and only Evan Drake in this game. Uh, He's a cool guy. How old is he? You know. (laughs) 17. No, I don't. How old is he? <laughs> he's, the, he's the best kind of old. <laughs>
2: you, make, you make me so mad. And guys, my name's Michael. I'm the Dead Aussie Gamer, and uh, I am the master of ceremonies here, uh, the uh, person who is the narrator, the bookkeeper, the storyteller, and, of course, the uh, the person who uh, pulls the wool over my player's eyes and uh, throws all kinds of terrible, horrible, and wonderful things at them simultaneously. Once again, I'd like to invite everyone who is listening at home to our adventures, Monsters in the Mist, a city of hero adventure in which ordinary folk are granted extraordinary powders. Powders? No, let's try that again. (laughs)
0: Powders? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Cocaine? Extraordinary yeah. powders,
2: glittering like powders, yellow powders, fucking shit. All right.
0: <laughs> Ibuprofen. Yeah.
2: Powder yeah.
4: cocaine.
0: I cast cure wounds. <laughs>
4: flour, just lots of flour.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: it's it, it's like it's like the cornstarch, so you can make like the the. Oh no, it's potato starch, so you can make like the non-Newtonian fluidy thing. Group. Anyway, welcome to the world of City of Mist, where ordinary people get extraordinary powders fuck. Now I can't not say it. Hold on.
4: Fuck. <laughs> me. Dead. <laughs> I keep and, you know what <laughs>
2: and I keep saying, don't say powder, don't say powder, don't say powder, powder. Fuck. <laughs> Nestled in the southern side of Dunport, we find ourselves in the Wax Museum, uh, where our heroes have been on the search for some strange mythos, likely one of the monsters from within the realms of the Monster Manual, who has been transforming people in the city into statues, and particularly their victims of choice happened to be young children, who now reside at the city's hospital. Finding out that, of course, many of the missing children had visited the Wax Museum, our heroes have made haste and and confronted the museum curator, a man by the name of Avery, who has allowed them access to the facility. However, he has issued a dire warning to them as to not touch any of the exhibits. However... In their search for the mysterious office belonging to Avery, our heroes found themselves in the hall of fictitious and mythical beasts wherein which a dragon lay before our heroes, made of wax, standing, fierce, and awe-inspiring. Being baited by PB, the mythos of the player handbook, Trevor drew forth his sword and approached the uh, the statue, believing it to not be a mythos, as the detecting d20 that was provided by pv was not showing it as a creature from the monster manual as the dragon prepares to lunge at the tiny swordsman before it uh we are going to have every uh, we're going to have uh duke roll a face the danger check as this dragon with dripping maw leans forward and attempts to snap at
0: your figure Ooh, okay, that is an 8, but uh, I'm gonna invoke a player class, and I'm gonna invoke the Monk, so I can move out of the way in time. Okay, I'll allow that. Uh, would adding a d20 power up bring me a t- to a 10, potentially, or? You'd have to use it for your abilities, however. Keeping in mind, Trevor, unfortunately this
2: is still the same day as you have gotten your powers for the first time. It is quite late at night, and you currently have, by my recollection... A sore back from your spill in the house, Son of a bitch. but you do still have a sore back. So that is a negative one from that.
0: Okay. I'm just going to invoke player class, become a monk. Uh, Which is going to put me at a nine, but that'll be a total of eight. Okay, which is perfectly fine. As the teeth go down to try and chomp into you,
2: the damage on this bite is three. But because you have managed to make your evasion, uh, you now only take two points of damage as you are battered by the large creature. Yes. Oh, shoot. So you are now at battered two. Now, we haven't talked about how injuries and stuff work in terms of a, uh, a combat scenario. So basically what happens is every uh, time you are injured, you gain a certain amount of, let's say, a condition or a status. As that status goes up, it increases in difficulty to move to the next tier. So one status of that kind will take you from tier 1 to tier 2. Then two statuses will take you from tier 2 to tier 3. Three to take you to th- uh, 4 four to take you to five, and then eventually five uh, statuses to take you to six. Once you hit five, you are unconscious. Once you hit six, you are incapacitated or potentially, based on the injury, dead. So right now, you are
0: at tier two battered from this attack. Dodging out of the way, but taking the force of this hit, I'm going to... Be sitting down uh, on my butt, uh, scooting, scooting back with the sword in hand, trying my best to scoot back, and I'm going to talk to PB and be like, "Why the heck the dragon? It came alive. Why didn't the Why didn't the D20 glow?"
2: Well, that's a simple question to answer.
0: One that I can tell you once you fucking kill it. Well, no, because it wasn't moving and you said this would glow if there was a mythos around. To,
2: to, to, be, to be fair, no, 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 there are mythos. I just said that uh, that will glow in the f- uh, in front of those from the monster manual. This is clearly something else. Okay. Look, if it looks like a dragon and walks like a dragon, it's probably a fucking dragon. Next time when I say stab yes, the dragon. Yes, I, I
0: see it's a freaking dragon. Next time I will attack the stupid dragon, all right? You were right. What I've been saying all along. Good. Okay. GUYS! THERE'S A DRAGON IN HERE! I'M GONNA YELL OUT TO EVERYONE. (laughs) Uh, Alice,
2: meanwhile, you are, um, at the top of the stairs, along with, uh, Evan and Liam. Uh, Liam, you're a little bit further down the flight of stairs on your way up. Uh, you're kind of, like, keeping an eye out over the side of the stairwell, just kind of watching Avery, the museum curator, as he opens the doors to the lavish garden behind the wax museum before closing it staring at you with these strange, almost vulture-like eyes.
1: Alice will turn and <laughs> to see this dragon is very clearly alive and is real and is, in fact, not made of wax. She will run over to what is happening. Oh, oh, oh my God. Trevor, are you okay? Oh, yeah, just peaches. No, I'm not okay. Help! Uh, I, I don't know how to fight a dragon! I'm a dancer! Oh, and I'm a streamer! Use your powers! (laughs) I'm gonna use trickery... ...on the dragon? make the dragon small.
4: Hmm,
2: alright. The fairy dust flies into the air and strikes the dragon. As it does, you see its nose sort of twitch. But it has no effect. For unfortunately, while trickery is your power, as is fairy dust, Peter Pan never had the ability to shrink people.
0: Okay.
2: The dragon snarls and begins to make its way, pushing towards you.
0: As the dust goes into the dragon's face, can Trevor attempt to uh, slice at its head? Um, sure. Since it's since it's kind of distracted right now. It's mid sneeze. Its eyes are kind of like <laughs> yeah. like. Huh,
2: huh. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> All right, we're going to give you a go toe to toe with an advantage of a plus one. So you are going toe to toe with this creature as you get to your feet uh, after having scooted backwards, sword drawn. As it sneezes, you immediately uh, get up and uh, try to attack it.
0: Eight? That's a plus nine. That's a plus nine because I have a weapon in my hand. Nice. And I, I technically am still a monk. Uh, unfortunately, the longsword is not a monk weapon. I know what happens last time, though, because if I try to turn into a barbarian, these two are gonna fight. I didn't freaking undo the monk. Crap. Can I add determination? Sure, I'm happy for that. If I have the sword, now that's not gonna work uh, then, yeah?
2: Uh, no, no it'll work. It'll I work? Mean, yeah, you've, you've still got a sword. You just have okay, no synergy okay.
0: bonuses or anything. Right. Okay, Uh, so that will put me at a 10. Nice,
2: all right. With a 10, you can pick... Uh, two of the following options: you can either a achieve your goal of having stabbed at the dragon, two hit it twice as hard based on how much power you're currently applying. So how many powers are you
0: applying to this? Uh, two. Oh no! It would be it would be three since I have the sword, the monk, and determination. So I'm at eleven. Ah, uh, okay. So that's six
2: then. You you do six. You do uh, six damage. Or you can dodge its attack. So you can pick two of those things. I'm going to say achieving the goal. With your sword drawn, you begin to rush up. Its uh, eyes are closed as you uh, drag your sword upwards and slash at its chest. As soon as you cut it, the scales part and you are kind of surprised for a moment. Because the resistance is almost non-existent. As you slice into what seems to be a solid block of wax. Oh, now,
0: you do have a second ability or a second choice to make there. I'm going to do this just because I'm still in monk form. And Trevor's going to see that it's made of wax, and I'm going to look at Alice. We need to melt it.
1: Okay, and I'm going to look around the room... Uh, to see, is there, like, a fireplace? Is there, you know, uh, something I can use?
2: You begin to cast your gaze around, trying to seek any source of heat or fire in this wax museum. As we cut back to the stairwell... Hearing the sounds of commotion, uh, Evan, you uh, hear the noises coming from upstairs. You, the sound of the sword singing through the air before it collides with that almost chalky solid sound of the blade hitting the wax. What do you do?
4: After hearing all this commotion, Evan runs up the staircase, sees the situation, gets there, freezes, looks around, sees what's going on, sees the wax dragon and Alice and Trevor fighting this thing. He's just in awe, and he goes, and he says, "Are you guys okay?" <laughs>
2: As you're saying, "What the?" All
0: of a sudden, the duck goes. Wah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna communicate to Evan. It's made of wax. It's just made of wax. We
4: need to melt it. Okay. All right. Wax fire. Here we go. Evan, uh, can I? Can Evan make a roll for uh, some sort of uh, like an inspection check to see if. I could find anything to use.
2: Uh, looking around, you realize that this person who has spent his entire livelihood building a wax museum has chosen to not put many <laughs> heat sources surrounding his exhibits. That's a good point. That being said, however, you do notice something. Your duck walks up to you, and it seems to try to talk to you.
4: What? What is it, little buddy? What are you trying to tell me? Can you breathe fire?
2: You see it sort of like look down, just it jumps into your hands and bites you on the nose. You watch that uh, that y- it's, uh, its feathers start to bloom a little bit more, and you watch as the forehead of the uh, duck suddenly <laughs> catches fire. And as it does so, it looks into your eyes and you look back into it and you can see every type of avian bird with beautiful plumages. Peacocks, storks, hornbills, flamingos, all these kind of birds with colors more vibrant than the rainbow suddenly flash through your mind. You see
4: a flaming bird known as a phoenix. Evan has almost this, like, Spider-Man sensation of... Feeling the rush of all these birds and all their powers flow through his mind, and his head is like swirling, but at the same time he's able to stand still and focus. And he sees the phoenix and he almost he accepts the phoenix in that moment. And as this happened, you watch as your tiny
2: duckling transforms. <sniffs> Into a brilliant bright red phoenix. Its power flows into you, and you now have the tenuative, transformed abilities of a phoenix. You are still in your the the visage of a 30-year-old man. You now can just sort of feel it almost like an extension of your body and that energy
4: flowing through you. You've become Gene Grey.
2: Na, 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 na. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the course of energy flows through Evan's body. It's Super hot as if he's got a fever, but at the same time, his muscles are gaining strength and he feels like he's gaining crazy mobility and flexibility. And he just looks at his duck and he says, let's quack him up.
2: Son of a, <laughs> <laughs> Son of a duck.
4: Evan and the duck fly at the dragon. Uh, the duck lifts a wing. Evan oh. brings up like a, like a fist packed with fire. And attempts to punch at the dragon.
2: All right. I love that. Now, here's the thing. You can choose, if you want to, to throw everything you've got at it and hit it with all you've got, or you can go toe-to-toe with it. Hit it with all you've got has a more powerful impact, but it's harder to do without a consequence. Uh, Go toe-to-toe is just your standard kind of, conflict, you know, like, heads-on conflict. I will allow you to choose. I think I'll go toe-to-toe. All right. Toe-to-toe. 2d6, let's roll it. Uh, I allow you to apply your bird shifting.
0: <laughs> as, as Trevor's seeing uh, Evan flying towards him, all Evan, all Trevor can think is, man, that would be such a cool ability to have at Fortnite.
4: Um, sweet, so I got a two. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so bird shifting is three. Could I do bird flight because I'm flying? Um, Sure. Okay, so four. Could I do sticks nose in no no it's not gonna help you with a punch could i do uh (laughs) that's that's true could i do sense threat Mm, sure i'll give you that for a five okay and how about self-defense i'm gonna say no because
2: this is strictly an attack okay how about picks fights that is a debuff you can take it if you'd like no, I... I <laughs> well, unfortunately, a five is not enough. Oh, no! As you fly directly no. at it, wings flaming, fists flaming, all of a sudden, just this... BAM! These teeth come down straight onto Evan and start to shake him <laughs> left and right. You watch his blood sprays on the walls here. After a few big chomps, uh, Evan's legs fall to the ground without the <gasps> upper half of his body. <laughs>
3: It's a dragon, oh, <laughs> but it's a wax dragon. <laughs> mm.
4: it's a wax wagon. on, wax
3: off. Uh, wow. Wax on, legs off. Apparently, <laughs>
0: looks like you're not walking out of this one. <laughs> uh,
3: meanwhile,
2: downstairs, <laughs> Liam, you see a you you watch as as there's a giant flash of fiery light, followed by a large yell, followed by a shower of bright red liquid that just sort of. Oh my out onto the upper landing Liam's first thought is
3: oh no the wax and he's gonna <laughs> run upstairs because he's dumb and he doesn't realize that liquid is he thinks that liquid is wax and not blood and he thinks that his new friends have just set the room ablaze somehow and so he runs upstairs uh and he sees the the legless form Legolos in this dude's mouth oh <laughs> oh 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 Why? And he's... He's gonna be like, Oh oh, oh no! He's going to uh, instinctually, and no, maybe not instinctually, but kind of remembering what happened before. He's going to try to will time to rewind. Mm, all
0: right. But you only rewind just enough where we just keep replaying where Evan losing <laughs> his legs. <laughs>
3: it's lived, <laughs> I repeat. We accidentally <laughs> just soft him into, Please, eyes no. into constant
0: eyes. <laughs> all, right.
2: all of a sudden, you are seen <laughs> by a vampire wearing spandex who turns around and says, you cannot change this. It is a canon event. Um,
0: That's a joke, no, right? That's oh, the us oh, I Across Thank the Spider-Verse me. reference. <laughs> <Naruto> <Display. laughs> <ph glaub diez> Alright, just just for all our podcast listeners, <urine> even though that joke hit, every single one of our eyes just went wide and we stopped breathing for a second.
3: Now, I'm currently picking up <laughs> <inaudible> one of the eyes that fell out because it it bulged out so far that it literally popped out <laughs> of my socket. All right,
2: yep. Clearly I am, I am far too straight-faced because I've just murdered someone and I'm still like... I, I mean, I'm having a
4: great time. Am you I like dead?
0: You murdered the most adorable person of the whole entire party and we're supposed to act like, oh, it's just fine. But you know what's really funny, too, is that was such an epic moment, too, and it, was, it went south so quick. Uh. <laughs>
3: it was
0: going right. to be so cool and now he's... He's it's chowder. like the it's like the Lo- Loki and Hulk moment where oh. Loki's <laughs> giving the exactly the whack whack whack.
1: That's exactly
0: <laughs> what we just saw. Just, this epic music. His fist
3: lights up. He's like, "It's go time!" Goes directly into the dragon's mouth. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool.
0: And to be fair, Trevor is beneath the dragon witnessing. All of this, <laughs> <You> just <laughs> watch the blood die. <laughs> and,
2: and, and the great bit is, is that I've told them since the get go that I am not against like killing off you guys so quickly. Um, all right, but in order to see if Reed can uh, can rewind time here, let's get a change the game roll from you. You are going to be using the power of your mythos, so you watch as these, again, these, like, sort of stitched together arms, this hooded oracle-like robed individual with blonde plaited hair and needles for fingers that intertwine with these golden threads uh, appears behind you. You watch as she creates that cat's cradle again, trying to find that moment in time you're trying to leap back to.
3: So that's an eight plus
0: two legs. (laughs)
3: No, plus, um, change fate, so that would be nine, if it works, and also chronomancy, which would be ten. Mmm, I do like that. All right. Yes! As you create the cat's cradle, (laughs) you see that
2: moment, um, and you watch as, uh, as all of a sudden... Uh, the legs suddenly shoot out from the, the floor and th- suddenly oh. imp- impale themselves Ew. back onto the body, <laughs> stitch itself. You oh. watch as the dragon opens its mouth and launches uh, both the duckling and uh, and Evan straight out of its mouth and across the room. As it does so, now you got a critical hit here, so... As it begins to, uh, continue to rewind, you watch as both you and Evan start walking backwards down the stairs. Uh, you no longer have sight of what is happening in the room above you. Just uh, Alice at the top of the stairs, and all of a sudden you hear, uh yes, no, go quick, stab at it, stab at it from hell's heart, I say, oh. "Stab at thee," as uh you as Trevor has a sword and uh the and is currently standing in the large
3: room with the wax dragon there. Um, Liam. Really quick question for for you, Dag. Um. Am I the only one who remembers all that or does... Yep. I'm the only one. Okay. I'm going to, as this conversation is happening, I'm going to grab Evan by the scruff of his neck. I'm going to run him up the stairs as I'm yelling, listen to what the man is saying. Cough its freaking head. It's a real dragon. Do
0: it. Don't ask me why. Just don't hesitate. Do it now. Trevor a little taken aback seeing now two people yelling at him. He's going to go, uh... Okay. Yeah. Yes, sure. Yes, that's okay. right. Listen to the cowardly one. All right. Chop I, its head off. You know what? Fine. I'll chop its head off. And it, with that, I'm going to invoke the player class, barbarian, and I would like to rage and cut this thing's head off.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, make your make your attack as you uh, as you do so. Uh, this is going to be a hit it with all you've got. So two d six, plus your invoked player class plus your equipment. You can add whatever else you'd like, but, uh, you know.
0: Okay, uh, so I rolled a 6. So with Invoke Player Class, Summoning uh, Player's Handbook, that's gonna put me an 8. Determination's gonna put me in 9. And Mama Hydra Energy is gonna put me at a 10. Uh, roll your d20. Don't roll a
4: 1.
2: 18, baby! <laughs> Alright, with the swiftness of freaking, uh, Apollo, you just swing that rage-filled sword as it cuts through the head Cleanly, and you watch as this large, probably about maybe four kilo head of wax just lands on the ground. It is still and motionless. You feel that burning rage inside you as your your this anger is sort of going through you. Um, you suddenly feel like you're wearing a lot of fur, like a like a <laughs> Viking yeah. warlord, you know, kind of standing right there, big proud chest. And that is when you see something absolutely terrifying. Thanks to the willpower of your Viking heritage, it doesn't make you shake, but the head suddenly starts to move, but with no neck or body to support it, it just writhes.
0: Trevor's gonna take his sword and stab it through the head.
2: You watch as the eye kind of bleeds out like this wax as it sort of falls into a puddle, and it melts. And then the whole body also kind of starts to melt and eventually turn into just this big... Puddle of red yellow and tan colored wax
0: as he as Trevor sees everything melt He's gonna have the player class and equipment uh, melt away from him as well (laughs) So he's just back to being Trevor and he's gonna look back at his party and go Please tell me someone clipped that (gasps) Please tell Uh, someone did someone get that on film, please
1: Alice is just like mouth open shock at just like just so much has just happened in like a split second and she's gonna that was kind of hot uh, Trevor is going
0: his jaw also hits the floor just yeah yeah I, uh, I, I, I I guess it was as you do so all of a sudden you
2: you don't hear or see anything but you feel something uh, it begins to move towards you all of a sudden a uh a, a very sly grin creeps upon your face. You feel as though a player class has been invoked in you, and unwillingly an so eyebrow rich. raises as the bard suddenly, <laughs> suddenly comes in <laughs> and just slides into uh, Trevor's DMs. Oh dear! All right.
3: Well. Oh, wait the the dragon's dead. I thought that would be the
0: <laughs> Liam. The dragon might have been hot. But obviously, Trevor is a lot harder, uh, hotter. Good hell! <laughs> oh, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so
0: why did you direct that? Why did you direct that towards <laughs> Liam? So Alex was, said it was hot. I know. Well, you said you said the thing. It was. It was, it was supposed perfect. to be like
2: it's locked in and good. it's there forever.
0: Oh, and you know, right before. I guess Trevor was going to say that last line, the bard left him, and Trevor stuttered. So instead of saying hotter and pointing at him and winking at Alice, <laughs> he says harder and then blinks at Alice. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just going to stand there and go,
1: huh? uh, Oh, okay. Um, So moving swiftly along... Uh, I think we should be wary of the wax figures possibly not actually being wax figures if this is anything to go by. So I have a few questions. First and foremost, how are the wax figures alive? What is turning the kids to stone? We've got a few mysteries here I think that we need to solve. She's gesticulating a lot with her hands because she is both very rattled by what she just said. It was like a in-head came out in the- like, like, you say that in your head, but she ended up actually saying it. And then it's also- <laughs> that interaction was just a lot for her. Uh, thoughts, people? So,
3: I do think during all this time, during this whole conversation, as Liam had been in there, with his hand on- um, on Evan's- on the scruff of Evan's shirt on his collar- He's been kind of, as as your guys' sexual tension has been happening, he's <laughs> been looking mostly at Evan, kind of just like a, you're still, you're still alive. And he's going to cup Evan's face, and he's like, you're still alive! And he's going to hug him, and he's going to be crying, and he's he's just going to embrace him, and he's like, I watched you die, and you're still alive! Oh! Oh! And then he's gonna pull him away, with both hands on his shoulders, and he's gonna say, "Don't you ever die like that again, okay? I don't even know what you were doing, or you you flew, and you were you 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 were in the dragon's mouth, and um, and then he's gonna realize that Alice had asked uh, posed a question. And he's gonna take a, a deep breath and and collect himself, and then he's gonna say, "Yeah, um, yeah, so." Uh, that's, yeah, the the wax figures, um, are, are there any monsters that can turn
4: <clears throat> wax figures into, you know, things? So, Evan is now arm's length apart from Liam, because Liam is holding him on his shoulders, and Evan is just, like, shoulders up by his ears, uh, confused, his eyes wide open, um, his shirt covered in Liam's tears, and his... <laughs> In shock, but also, like, shocked because it's strange, but also because, like, no one else besides Elena's ever, like, hugged him like that before. And so he just looks at Liam and he goes, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about, but thank you. And then he gives him another hug.
2: The tiny duck has a little wing
0: that kind of joins in on the hug.
4: (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like a little...
0: After Trevor hearing what what monsters can turn wax figures, he gets an idea of that thing wasn't alive. That thing just, it was inanimate. And then, so he's going to ask PB, hey, so I know we have powers. That wax statue had the power of a dragon, does that mean inanimate objects that look like the monsters, do do they have powers like
2: us too? Well, that's not entirely um, true or incorrect. You see, um, as Peter over here with, uh, with Alice, you know, the monster manual isn't the only source of this. Right, right. Power that is grown. I I'm, I'm imagine there are others out there, um, you know, who have unique abilities and the like, and, well, this is probably just one of them. Honestly, I thought it was just a wax statue. I was just trying to get you amped up for a fight, and, uh, well, oh. good thing uh, Sir Liam saw to, uh...
0: So you were... Okay, okay, listen, li- listen, I, I, I appreciate you wanting to help me. Oh, good. It's a lot of hard work. Okay, listen. I know you guys gave us these powers, right? We're just yes. we're we're just people. I you need to know that we're we're just people. Okay, we're people who just got these powers from you. I think the best thing to do is maybe not send us directly into danger, because again, we've only had these powers for half a day, and we're still trying to learn. And I just chopped a me- wax dragon's head off. Even though you thought it was wax, you sent us directly into death, and apparently Evan died.
2: He looks fine to me. Well, look, Trevor, come here. Listen. Uh, Yes. Sit down for a moment. Take Uh, a knee. Now um, listen, listen here to me, Trevor. Listen. Now you are absolutely right. You are ordinary people, each and every one of you. But you are ordinary people with extraordinary powder. (laughs) 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 Sorry, hold up, what? You see, she was- she was using- she- yes, anyway. Listen. (laughs) You may have woken up this morning. Just a pointless little man. Living a pointless little life in a house that belongs to some scary, very, very large Russian. With a girl who you don't have the courage to tell that you fancy. But look at you now. You've slain a dragon. Not just a pretend dragon, not just a wax statue, but you have slain a true, bona fide dragon. With your very own hands, and look at you, you have emerged completely unscathed. If that's not the making of a true hero, then, well, I don't know what a hero is. And
4: <laughs> Evan just looks at his duck, and he's like, thanks, little guy. It nuzzles into your cheek.
0: After hearing all of that, Trevor is going to instantly look at Alice and go, I mean, it's not like anything serious with this girl. It's just, you know, friends, you know, just just wanted to say that. And he's going to lean back, like put his arms behind him. <laughs> there, in here, and I'm excited to give a shout-out to this episode's sponsor, One Shot Questers Patreon. Our content is made possible thanks to the incredible Patreons who support us there. By becoming a Patreon, you'll gain access to awesome perks such as early content releases and exclusive behind the scenes footage that you won't find anywhere else. Plus, if you're hearing this ad, it means that most, if not all of our episodes are available to listen on our Patreon page. So why wait? Take the plunge and pledge to our $3 tier, hi. Granting you immediate access to all of our fantastic episodes Simply visit patreon.com one-shot questers, and you can also find a link in our description for easy access Pledging is one of the best ways to show your support. So if you believe we deserve it go ahead and pledge today We sincerely appreciate your support now without further ado. Let's get back to the show
2: Coming from nearby I think I found it and you watch as a uh, as peter seems to appear and manifest. All right, get this. Check this out. This is a lot of fun. There's a
1: there's a little puzzle here. How good is that? Alice is going to follow to where peter is. Just going to like look at the group and kind of just like pull, puts up a finger kind of like, "One one second, like I'm going to check this out." Uh and it's going to walk over to where uh, peter is and look at the the puzzle that he's Pointing out, what did you what did you find?
2: He drags you over to what looks to be a large, uh, ch- uh, sort of, it's almost like a display cabinet with a bunch of different candles, each of which are a different color. It also has a script written into it. Tear off one and scratch its head. What was red is now black. I don't know what it means, but it's very cool.
1: Tear off one and scratch its head. The other one will be black?
2: Well, yeah. Tear off one. Uh, sorry, tear off one and scratch its head. What was red's now black instead?
1: Tear off one, scratch its head. What was red's now black instead?
2: You now see, and you see like all these different colored candles: uh, red, blue, green, yellow, indigo, violet, purple, uh, black, white, gray, and a, even a even a crystal clear, like a clear one, like almost like it looks like almost like a glass candle, but it's not glass; it's wax. It's just clear wax.
1: Okay, and it was red is now black. So Alice will kind of keep repeating that out loud and say to Peter, do you think if I scratch the red candle and Alice will pick up the red candle and scratch it?
2: All right. As you scratch the red candle, all of a sudden the candle itself ignites. And as it does so, you watch as it begins to drip with this... Uh, Kind of like uh, it's almost like it's pouring out red wax that just continues to fall onto the floor as it does So you watch as these tiny little impish devils uh, Six of them suddenly appear out of the wax they cackle they screech they they holler and uh, they look quite menacing as uh, They then surround you and begin to try and grab at you. I need you to make me a face the danger check as they start to bite. That was hot. Thank you. No, thank you.
1: Seven is my base roll. Um, I'm going to use self defense mm-hmm. and flight.
2: Sure. You take to the air, trying to fly and kick these things away as you avoid it, and sure enough, you manage to knock a few of them off you. Uh, now, standing a little bit further up, none of these creatures come higher than knee height, but they quickly move on the rest of the group, um, heading towards both Liam, Trevor, and uh, none seem to be going for Evan at the moment, uh, but the others are kind of like trying to climb up onto each other like to make a makeshift, kind of almost like stepladder to try and get at Alice in the air.
1: Alice is going to to yell out to um, Trevor and Evan and uh, Liam and just, you guys, I touched a candle. The candle came to life. There are these weird little creatures and they're coming for you. Like in a good way? Not in a good way. Why would that be in a good way?
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Just... Try to stay positive, okay?
3: Liam's going to run to Trevor and stand behind him because he knows that Trevor is the one with the sword. As he's muttering to himself, this house definitely does not pass any recommendations. (laughs) This needs to be condemned. All right. Uh, Liam, would you like to do anything as they encroach upon you? I'm trying to be behind Trevor to to have him basically protect me, but... As I'm doing so, I might see if I can have one of them slip on something or or have some piece of whatever roll in front of them to have them trip up and and not run as quickly.
2: Uh, let's go with a change the game and see if you can give yourselves the advantage against these
3: creatures. So it's 7 plus change fate 8 uh, chronomancy, which is 9. Yeah, that's it. As you do so, the
2: uh, you watch as like the wax creatures start to move around. Uh, but as they do so, some of them bump what looks to be a nearby display uh, of like cannonballs from a like a like a like kind of a replica uh, small iron cannon. The cannonballs roll over, and you can see two of them kind of get squished as they get rolled on by these wax cannonballs. Uh, two of them still continue to approach Evan as Evan looks down upon these tiny little demonic figures.
4: Evan makes eye contact with his duck, and then Evan picks up his leg and just tries to stomp down on those frickin'...
2: All right, go with a... Uh, yeah, just- uh, go to- uh, Yeah, go toe-to-toe with this thing.
4: Nine, yeah, buddy. A
2: nine, very nice. All right, and
4: I'm gonna use fights, bullies,
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely. That'll hit the crit, which means that <laughs> you grind the wax creature, uh, to nothingness. Now, as three of them have now stacked onto each other, you see that they're almost about to reach Alice Trevor. As we come to your action, so how many are still coming towards me? Uh, none are coming towards you, they have okay. been murdered. Oh, okay, but cool. There are three there are three currently going after Alice.
0: Um, seeing how um these imps are trying to form like a ladder to Alice, he's going to run up and he's gonna summon a Warhammer and he's gonna go, hey, keep your hands off her. And he's gonna try to just smash all of the imps with the warhammer. Let's go toe-to-toe with these
2: things as you go to smash these creatures.
0: Uh, okay, I rolled a base of three. Oh, um, man, you're gonna hit me. <laughs> summon player handbook, that's a four. <laughs> Determination could be a five. And Mama Hydra energy for six. Because mm, sh- I'm trying to protect her. Sure, I'll go with that.
2: But six will still fail.
0: <laughs> Not famous? <laughs> <laughs>
2: no all right you've gone to go swing at them unfortunately go. as you have tried to hit them they've kind of like leapt up and allowed your warhammer to pass straight underneath them uh, as they look towards you they are quite cross and they will uh, turn around and like almost like waddle like a child towards you uh, <laughs> oh! <as> they get <laughs> as they get close to you they jump onto you and start gnawing at you gosh uh, they you are you gonna have the wounded one status. As God. they bite <laughs> oh my into you. God, you're
0: so Alice, I'm, I'm trying. Everything went wrong when I stuttered. Then everything just went to crap.
2: Alright. Alice, you see the chaos unfolding before you. Uh, there's two more down below you.
1: Alice has just watched Trevor try to bravely save me. And just <laughs> utterly <laughs> fail.
0: Poor uh, Trevor.
1: And Alice is going to try and trick the imps with her and try and use her shadow to make her make them think that she's elsewhere okay i like
2: that cool so we're going with a distraction so change the game is the role of what we're doing and we're going to let you add your bonuses to it so let's do let's go 9 and 9 um
1: and then trickery which is 10 I don't know if this would work, but again, self-defense.
2: Uh, Yeah, sure, I'll allow that one for this one.
1: Okay, so 11. I think that is going to be all that I can add for this.
2: All right, flying down and disrupting these creatures, you do splat them pretty easily as uh, as they are unable to hold out. There's only one remaining. As it looks around and says... I surrender. Please. No.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Not the face.
1: <laughs> Alice will remain, like, hearing what it's just said, will Will remain hovering above it and say, I'll let you go. Yay. But only if.
2: Oh, sorry. Only I interrupted. If, that was very rude of me.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was very rude. If you tell me the answer to the puzzle. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see su- uh, a bead
2: of wax sweat just drip down his forehead, as eventually he just uh, uh, he reaches behind him and pulls out what looks to be a box of matches.
1: Did you just? Oh, I... never mind. I don't want to know. Okay, what do we? What do I? What am I gonna do with the matches? Burn the candles? Hey, hey I said I'd give you the
2: answer. And I'll tell you how to do everything. Okay. Oh. Uh I'm gonna go now. He 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 he. Ra- he grabs some of the like wax from his friends that are dead, and like scoops them into his arms, and then like <laughs> runs off with them again, like like a t- like an infant picking up too many toys and just running into a into a room.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, Alice has the matches in her hands and is just watching this tiny red thing run away, and she'll turn to to Trevor and say, "Are." Uh, are you okay? Did they did they bite you hard? Uh, am I bleeding? <laughs> uh, no,
2: no. It's more. It's more just bruising more than anything else. You 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 are covered in the wax from the ones that uh, Alice had you know splattered on you.
0: Uh uh No, no. It it wasn't too bad. It just you know, just the ego. Yeah, that that mm. got hurt. Yeah.
1: Well, th- uh, thank you for trying to save me. I guess. That was pretty cool. You know what? No, I should
0: thank you for saving me. That well, that was even cooler. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, anyway,
0: uh-huh. so matchboxes, right? M- matches. Yep.
3: <laughs> Liam had walked into the room and was leaning on the doorway for the majority of <laughs> that painfully awkward conversation. <laughs> And he's just going to have this smirk on his face, closer to the end of it, and as soon as they're done, he's just going to go, aww, that's so adorable. You both are so awkward. It's great.
2: Yeah, yeah, may you have many fat babies.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You you let that one live? You let... (laughs) That's a a shame. I'm walking here! (laughs) So, uh, what's the, what's, what's going on here? What's the, is there like a puzzle or something? What's, what's the deal?
1: Alice is going to relay the, the, the riddle, the puzzle. Uh, the puzzle. Yeah.
2: The riddle, which, you know, you took very, very close note of because it was a very important part of the, uh, the story here. Um, tear off one and scratch its head. What was red? Uh, sorry. Tear one off and scratch its head. What was red's now black instead? Ah, the match.
1: So Alice is just going to open the box of matches. And along the side, light a match.
2: As you do so, the match in your hand melts as if it were a candle. And all of the candles in the wall begin to light up. As they do, uh, you watch as the, this kind of like rumbling sound causes <laughs> the wax um, display to open, revealing a door with the office behind it. As you stand before it, placing your hand onto what looks to be a large wrought iron, um, sort of door handle, you suddenly hear, a If you wanted to see within, you only needed to ask. Coming up the stairs behind you, the vulturous figure of Mr. Avery, the proprietor of the Wax Museum. I figured it would be rather suspicious for members of the homeowner association to be inspecting the interior of my domicile instead of the gardens.
1: Alice, she's watching him come up the stairs, but all the while is gonna reach behind her and turn the doorknob to see if it's gonna open. You
2: do so. Pulling, uh, pulling, uh, this is Liam. Oh! All right, Liam. You are grabbed and pulled into the dark room by Alice. Unless you wish to resist,
3: protest. Or- I. I mean, I wouldn't. I was about to to talk to him, but then, off guard, <laughs> uh, she she grabs my collar, pulls me, and I'm wearing like a uh, I'm wearing a tie, and so it's a little tight. And so you hear like a you just hear a. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: she <pulls> me in. <laughs> As I was about to say something. <laughs> And Alice will just say quickly.
0: First of all, what what is the the overall vibe we're getting from this vulture dude?
2: Oh, it's always been kind of this aura of menace, as every good butler
0: has. Oh shoot, a pretty boy. His name
1: should have been Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis the
0: menace. Um. Oh man, it, there's already a scene, so I. Tr- uh, Trevor's just going to go. <sighs> And then run back (laughs) into the
4: door. Evan just looks at the old man and is like, uh, bye, and then runs in the door.
2: (laughs) He seems to extend his stride moving closer as you close the door. You see him sort of reaching towards you and says, wait. And as you close the door, you are now plunged into darkness. Do I have dark vision? No. (laughs) (laughs) However, a few (laughs) moments later- (laughs) (laughs) Binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> However, a few moments later, light does begin to illuminate this space. You watch as the tiny duck has a tiny fire oh. on its little tiny head, and uh, it starts to illuminate the the area around you. You no longer find yourself in a building, but deep in a sewer, beyond what looks to be maybe a a massive vault, a chamber that unloads into several large pipelines that must travel. Below the city, this makes no sense. You're on the second story of a building. This vastness of space should not be here. As you look around, you notice that there are a number of very, very intricate and highly detailed statues that seem to be uh surrounding this area various um sewer workers you can see uh a number of people uh in various states of distress all frozen with images of terror upon them you then see in the center of this large circular ring further in a small boy with glasses and a lightning bolt <laughs> under his forehead a look of fear strapped onto his face as he is looking at what appears to be a massive chained up multi-limbed lizard a second glow begins to appear from the dice held in trevor's hand
0: trevor's gonna look down at the dice and glow and he's just going to tell everyone look down and do not look at the creature. Does anyone not follow these instructions?
3: Liam is gonna oh, absolutely yeah. follow the instructions. He's gonna say yeah. "Yeah." you don't have to tell me twice and he looks down.
1: Yeah. A- Alice is gonna close her eyes and look down.
3: Alright, As you
2: do so, all of a sudden, you f- you know how when you've got your eyes closed and there's a bright light, you can kind of see something. You could see mm-hmm. that light coming through your eyelids. That is what you see as you hear the rustling of scales and the shifting of these claws on concrete. All of a sudden, this glow of light begins to move over your bodies, scanning you like a torch or a spotlight, passing over you from time to time. You know, showing showing that light and then darkness followed by another you hear the sound of the moving creature its serpentine body lurching forward and then the rattle of chains as it those moving stop the growl that resonates from its belly in anger as it struggles against the chains trying to reach to you you hear the razor-sharp bites (laughs) as they try to get close to you without your sight you have no idea how far they are away whether or not the chains are gonna hold, you're frozen for this moment. And in that moment, this is where we will end today's session.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: I knew it. (laughs) Ah,
4: it
0: (laughs) Monsters in the Mist has Michael as our MC, Tori as Alice Carroll, Andrew as Liam Beck, Matt as Evan Drake, and myself as Trevor Anderson. We want to give a heartfelt thank you to all of our patrons, especially Christian, Corrine, and Daedron. If you wish to further support Monsters in the Mist and unlock exclusive content, consider joining our Patreon community. Information will be in the show notes of the episode. Until we meet again, questers, fare thee well, and we will see you in the next episode.